Well, I did mention at the top of the show that we would have Luke Gatehouse on, CEO of Brisbane Greys, to give us an update on where things are at in southeast Queensland in regards to the floods and the tracks. I know he's a very, very busy man, but he's been kind enough to join us. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, Jared. It's been a long morning already after a, a few long days and nights. So uh, interesting times for us at Albion Park. Well, we might deal backwards. Just this morning, we've had so much rain overnight in Brisbane, and it looks like a lot more to come. So where are things at now? How, how big of a setback has that been? What's happened this morning? Uh, we plan to start work this morning on removing the, the racing surface. Uh, we've been dodging the storms, basically, or my staff have, because I'm still pretty dry, um, with heavy equipment and shovels. Uh, but they've had to stop every time we've had... Uh, weather comes through so there's just a bit more about to hit uh, the Albion Park region now so we'll be back in a holding zone until this uh, system of storms disappears from us. Right and what does that mean in relation to the Brisbane River and and the the tides coming in and out because obviously that affects things at Albion Park as well? Yeah the tide the tide is probably more of an issue than the rain at this stage Uh, we've we've got the damage done so the tides are receding the peak was was on monday morning it was way above the major flood level so it inundated the the whole track and surrounds uh as of yesterday we were back below major level but still above moderate level and we're expecting today's tide to be somewhere between minor and moderate which means that it will still inundate uh, the surrounds of of albion park the car park the kennels etc uh, but we will be able to access both the, the Greyhound track and the, the Harness track to do the works. Uh, it's just we can't do that during storms. Okay, so can you give the listeners an update on, uh, firstly, how bad it got, and secondly, um, what what you've been able to see in, in regards to damage to the track and any of the surrounds, and thirdly, what the plan is going ahead? Gee, you're asking me three questions in one there, Daff. I'm literally yeah. two's my limit, but we'll have a go. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty devastating, really. Um, 2011 was a completely different weather event to this one. 2011, the, the water came through in a big rush after the dam releases. So we, we had basically 24 hours of, of complete inundation at high speed, right. uh, and then the water subsided very quickly, so we were able to get get in and get out again uh with this event there was no warning so it just crept up on us by some sunday mornings uh the, the place was inaccessible so we couldn't even go in uh, i had stuff going in sunday morning and we couldn't even get into to move machinery or anything like that so it's just caught us as as with most people completely unawares that the level would rise so quickly and because right. it's a, a tidal system uh, that's caused by widespread rain rather than the Brisbane River rushing down, that tide has just stayed up. So, you know, it, it hit uh, moderate level on Sunday morning and it's still going to be like that six days later today on Thursday. So it's just been a, a death by a thousand cuts. We've lost just about all of our equipment. Uh, the track pretty badly damaged, not cut away as much as last time because it's been that that slow rise and fall rather than the rush of water. Uh, But we're still going to remove the entire racing surface and just check for for damage underneath the the, uh, sand. And, yeah, the the equipment, we're basically looking that most of that will be uh, written off or 
salvage for repairs and stuff like that, but uh, you're not real flash. And what about in regards to the track itself? Uh, I suppose it's a difficult question to answer because we just don't know what weather patterns there are going ahead, but how long are you likely to be out, be out of action for and is there any remedial work you can do to, to get things up and running to some degree? Um, I'm not going to call a, a return to racing or trialling date at this stage, Jared. It would be too premature the way the, the okay. weather is and has been. Uh, but we should have the, the racing surface removed by the end of the weekend. Uh, again, we've called in a couple of favours in terms of heavy earth moving equipment uh, and they've been able to respond pretty rapidly, but you never know when they, they get called away for, for other other jobs. Sure. Um, so we're hoping by the end of the weekend we'll have everything up. Uh, then it'll be a matter of accessing new material that's suitable. So we, we have a source of uh, material at, at Jacob's Well that apparently will open on Monday, but we do have to get all the scientific tests done on it uh, to make sure that it's, it's compatible with, uh, with racing for greyhounds. And then get that laid and settled down. Uh, we've got the, the Sparkies checking all the boxes and everything at the moment. We don't even have power to the site, so we can't test the power. That won't come back on until after the weekend, I'm, I'm told. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're not setting a timeline at the moment. It'd be, be okay. premature to do that. That makes sense. Now, uh, we move on to Capalabar. We've all seen uh, the pictures from there. We've seen them in the past, but this appears to be one of the worst. Well, I've seen many of them in my 25 years and waded through a few of them, and it's, it's always devastating. And uh, Capalaba were pretty much caught unawares as well. And they, they have a really good flood plan down there because they know it, it comes through in a, a rush once the, the spillway starts spilling from the Leslie Harrison Dam uh, and just kept creeping up and up again. You know, no one predicted that amount of rainfall in such a short time. Uh, so they commenced the clean-up yesterday, and yesterday the day before, and they've done a great job, uh, the, the committee volunteers and staff down there clearing stuff out and, and gurning. Uh, their biggest issue will be what sort of damage from uh, the water bacteria parasites happens to the racing surface. So oh, right, yeah. there'll be some turf experts from Racing Queensland assisting them with that. Uh, so speaking to John Catton yesterday afternoon, he, he's not willing to to look at a return date either until they, they work out the extent of the damage to the turf. Mm. And Ipswich? Ipswich is ready to go, the track surface, because it's obviously very, very high. Uh, yeah. So it just took a day to, to get the track surface back and running. The, the complication out there is that the showground is an evacuation centre uh, and the, the kennel block is being used to house animals that... Uh, have been dislocated from homes and also the the animal shelter. So right. there's no definite time at this point uh, for the the clearing of those evacuees and, and their animals. Uh, however, Ipswich will be trialling tomorrow, so information on their, their Facebook page and website. Uh, there'll be limited access. There won't be any access to the kennel, so the, the patients of uh, participants will be trialling uh, would be appreciated by the club and, and the industry. Yeah, it's, there's a certain irony there, isn't it? The other two tracks are out due to floods, and due to the floods, Ipswich is out of business as well, although they weren't flooded. Absolutely, a perfect storm. Uh, it's hit us from all angles, and 
three three southeast Queensland racetracks that we have, and all out of action for racing at the moment. We we had a world pandemic for two years that the the greyhound industry battled through and and didn't miss a beat through the whole pandemic, and it's taken Mother Nature to to bring us down. Yeah, and unfortunately, over the border, we've we've all seen what's been going on in Lismore, and, and the talk is that unfortunately. It might be the demise of uh, the Lismore Greyhound track. Uh, you know, they've had issues with flooding there over many, many years. But the, the other interesting aspect to this was that obviously Grafton, uh, Grafton looks like they'll still be racing on Saturday night. And they tell me they had over 350 entries for the races over 350 metres. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a booming program at Grafton and... Uh... Well, we give our best best wishes to to our participants in Northern Rivers. Obviously, we're very close to a lot of them who come and race at Albion Park, and and we've been guests of the the Lismore Club on many occasions for, mm. for their cup. Uh, so you know, our hearts go out to them. I just wanted to to mention the Integrity Commission as well, the yeah, the Curic, Greyhound yeah. and Stewards Panel, and their their chairman Wade Hadley. They've been making. Um, welfare checks on all the participants around southeast Queensland to just to check on themselves and also check on the welfare of their dogs and, and any assistance that they may have required. So, uh, a big congratulations to Curic for doing that. That's terrific. All right, Luke, as I said, uh, you're very busy. We appreciate your time this morning. Uh, no doubt we'll be calling on you not only uh, on this show but uh, Radio Tab with updates, various updates uh, in the coming week or weeks uh, when and if required. But, of course, uh, your uh, Facebook account at Brisbane Grace and the Twitter account, along with Racing Queensland, has plenty of updates there on a daily basis. So keeping people informed, and I think that's all we can ask for at this point in time. Yeah, that's exactly right, Jared. All right, thank you, Luke. We'll chat soon. Thanks for your time.